Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Let's do this thing. Hey, hello and welcome to the Inez Says podcast. Scott Inez with you today here on the pod. Appreciate you being here. You can find the podcast all over the place. Spotify, WDBO app, WDBO.com. And I'm on the radio each and every morning. I would love for you to join me either on the app or on the terrestrial radio right there at 107.3 FM and AM 580 WDBO in Orlando, 5 to 9 AM with Orlando's morning news every weekday. Well, it's time to catch up with Brian Kilmeade. Of course, you get to hear Brian every weekday, 9 to noon on WDBO after Orlando's morning news with Scott Inez. And by the way, don't forget about Brian's new show on Fox News called One Nation with Brian Kilmeade. It debuts this Saturday, 8 p.m. on Fox. Certainly look forward to that. Anyway, on today's Inez Says podcast, I chat with Brian about several different topics like Tom Brady's retirement from the NFL, the Canadian trucker revolt, and Whoopi Goldberg being suspended for two weeks by ABC Disney. Here's that conversation now. Brian, the big news overnight, Whoopi Goldberg suspended for two weeks by ABC Disney for saying that the Holocaust wasn't about race. So I have a question for you this morning. If Brian Kilmeade, my man, all right, if Brian Kilmeade had said Uh, that on The View or anywhere else, do you think Brian Kilmeade would be suspended for two weeks or fired, i.e. Roseanne Barr and, uh, and Sharon Osbourne and others? Well, that's a good question. I mean, one thing about Fox, uh, Fox News, they stand by you. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially what we do. I mean, we, there's no script for us. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to stumble into saying that. I don't, that's like saying that uh, it's not winter in New York and there's not six feet of snow outside. Right. I mean, there is. Right. I could, I mean, that, that's this how. This was blatant. I don't think I'll ever get, make that mistake. Right. But if I did make a mistake, they do a pretty good job of it. But if you want to compare it to, you know, Roseanne Barr, gone, Right. I mean, you look at all these people, uh, so many other people in the limelight, they just don't recover. You look at Sharon Osbourne, as you mentioned, she's gone after whatever that stupid show was. That she was on and nobody watched. <laughs> so, uh, you know, she made a, she didn't do anything wrong. The more you think about it, she just stuck up for Pierce Morgan. And they didn't like what Pierce Morgan said. And she likes Pierce Morgan as a friend. That's how she got fired. Mm-hmm. Total setup. Yeah. So, I mean, put it this way. I, I just, you know, you and I, Oh, people that do this for a living, we don't relish suspensions for speech because you say to yourself, man, you know, I hope I don't, you know, because you hope this doesn't blow up in our face. But, I mean, in terms of the Holocaust, that's just, to me, that's just ignorance. I don't think she was out to hurt anybody, but everything's black and white. Well, I know racism. That isn't racism. Those are those white people killing each other. What? What are you talking about? Yeah. It was because they were Jewish. He tried to wipe out a race of people. He goes, well, you know, I know I see it differently. Said, no, you don't see it differently. Can we just see it as right and wrong right. instead of black and white? 
Right. You're exactly right. And, and, and you're right in that we have no net on the air on the radio, right? There is no net. It's a tightrope no. net pretty much every day. I mean, is day. there anything in front of you right now? No. Except for maybe a spot to read. No. No, no. That, that, that's it. So I, I think we, you and I, are attuned to what we do and what Whoopi Goldberg does every day because for those folks, for the most part, there is no script. There, there's a lot of conversation. So I get that. But to say something so blatantly false especially about something as as controversial as as the Holocaust, I I, I just, I I don't understand how she still has a job, Brian. I really don't. Well, put it this way, I don't think she likes the job. (laughs) I mean, where does she hate it? And she doesn't need the money. So um, obviously, if you see her, I see her like once every six months on a soundbite. I mean, she's obviously not keeping herself in good shape. She smokes pot every day. <laughs> um, she's so judgmental on everyone, yeah. trying to kill Joe Rogan two days prior, uh, you know, killing people left and right. She's not, I don't know if she's calling for firing, but just destroying people. Yeah. And she's gotten and She talks about, wait a second, I, I got the vaccine and I got boosted and I'm condemning everyone and I got the virus again and it was really bad. Right. Okay, that's what we've been saying. That a lot of things that they're saying about what they tell us to do is not right. They told us in July that wasn't going to happen. Okay, it does. You're not going to admit that you told us that. Oh, you, t- you know what came out today? Uh, lockdowns mm-hmm. and school shutdowns. According to Johns Hopkins, you know that fly-by-night organization that nobody likes? <laughs> Johns Hopkins, that Mike Bloomberg basically finances every day by a billion dollars. Yeah. They just did a study. Did not work. Yep. Did not work at all. Okay, so if Joe Rogan said that two weeks ago, should he have been fined? Should we lose the uh, the Electric Light Orchestra from the Spotify uh, because of that? Oh, wait a second. It turns out that's true. It turns out the origin of the virus, it more than likely did come from lab. turns out that's true, but that was disinformation. And he ran through it effectively on Sunday. I'm not going to do it again. But I am so, uh, I am so beside myself on this Rogan uh, this Rogan censorship that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the White House is turning up heat on it, knowing that what they're telling us on a regular basis is absolutely turning out to be misinformation. This is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And now we have to give six months old three shots <laughs> in order to beat a virus that is almost no danger to them. Mm-hmm. That's our new debate now. And we're, and by the way, if I have a problem with that and I tweet that out, my con- my my Twitter gets suspended. Yeah. If I have to have a huge problem about giving three months old three shots uh, when Pfizer okays it, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. And that's going to be the big debate. You know, only 20% of people under 12 to 25% are getting these shots. Why? Democrats and Republicans go, listen, I, you told me to get a shot, and I'm still getting this stuff. I'm not going to give it to my – I'm a parent. I'm not here to, uh, to get Joe Biden elected. I'm not here to because I hate Donald Trump. I'm here to make sure my three and four year old uh, does the responsible thing. And I'm, I'm, there's a lot of people going to be taken on this issue, from Joe Rogan on down, from the, from getting rid of Whoopi Goldberg for two weeks to Joe Rogan getting a uh, a disclaimer on his Spotify to Taylor Swift possibly bowing out next. Will Spotify as a corporation get so much White House heat that they that they actually limit Joe Rogan? That should that directly hurts all of us. 
I didn't need an apology from Joe Rogan, and and he certainly should have uh, shouldn't have agreed to that. And I do get a kick out of the whole misinformation label type of thing. Like yesterday's misinformation and today's truth. Let Let's move on. I, I want to ask you about this Canadian trucker story because it's it's gaining a lot of steam up there north of the border. Those truckers have really struck a nerve in that quant- uh, country. And and my question to you is is this that their Prime Minister Justin Trudeau? Have you ever seen a more namby pamby world leader? I mean, this guy won't. Even even meet with these truckers. Calls them a fringe group uh, and minimizes their terrorists. I will not bow to this. I like Black Lives Matter. Uh, I'll meet with them, he says. Like, I'll, I like protests. Black Lives Matter is a great idea. You know, Black Lives Matter got $90 million. Uh, $30 million disappeared. They have nobody leading the organization. And the person that did take, took her uh, partner and went to Canada and is buying a series of mansions. Oh, yeah, it's great to side with that group who burns down cities uh, without accountability in the middle of a pandemic before there was a vaccine that didn't work, but I don't want to digress. So now we see these uh, Canadians, the most docile, uh, the most thoughtful group you'll ever meet, have absolutely stood up and decided that they're not going to take it anymore. They're, not, they're going to go to the gym. They're, they're going to be able to go to a coffee shop after dark <laughs> or a bar. They've had it. It went from a freedom convoy to a freedom protest. They've ringed Ottawa with people, not, not, not racists, not fringe, with people. Did you see some of these people? Yeah. Please tell me that they don't look like everybody you know. You're absolutely right. Hey, real quick, before I let you go, i got to ask you about Tom Brady. A, a lot of people still talking about Brady retiring yesterday. To me, the greatest player ever. He's the GOAT. But the thing that strikes me, and, and I know you're a sports guy like me, it's the same thing that I saw in Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods, the maniacal drive to succeed, the maniacal drive to win Brian, this guy was taken in the sixth round of the NFL draft, and he never forgot that. He never forgot that to this day. What what did you think about the announcement yesterday and and as a whole, the 22-year career for Tom Brady? Number one, I I mean, uh, I had Ian O'Connor on who did a book. He studied, uh, worked on for four years on Belichick and talked to the dad, talked to Tom Brady for the book. Didn't get Belichick's cooperation, but it's excellent. And he said that he thinks thinks that uh, he just wanted out of Tampa that the team was going in the wrong direction, and he would not be surprised if he came back again. So I haven't heard that anywhere else, but just worth pointing out that when we had him on the breaking news, he, you know, he does know the organization well. I was struck that he didn't mention uh, New England at all, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, no, that's deliberate. They say that he thinks out everything, so I don't know what that was about, or maybe he feels as though you know, that was, I did that when I left there. But uh, I, I, was, I just never, I've never seen anyone do it at 44. Uh, in a physical sport like that, you know, even tennis, I would be, uh, you know, when we're not, they're not tackling you. Number one. Number two is he just came back from 27 to three in the playoffs uh, and tied the game. And if it wasn't for a clutch, one clutch play uh, from Cooper Cup again, they got him into instant field goal range, he lose the game. I mean, this guy might, might still be playing. So he leaves as an MVP candidate at 44 when I thought at 34, if I was doing that, that would be old. So he's defied things where no one even looked at, like, you look at Jordan as an extraordinary athlete. You know, you look at uh, Montana, man, the guy who's in Notre Dame, and he was starting for three years, and even though he was a uh, third-round pick, he was still awesome. They, they waited for it. He's watched him develop. But this guy was not a great athlete, better than you and I, Division One, Michigan. No one, you just get recruited there, you've got to be great. I have said that. For the people he was playing against and with, he was below average. I still have not wrapped my head around the fact that he outlasted and outperformed 
everybody. Mm-hmm. And then when I watch him on a fumble, so for example, it's good he drops straight back, and if you get good protection, you have you still have your arm. Congratulations. But when there's a fumble. When there's something that goes wrong, when he's got to run, he actually looked young. <laughs> I just could not believe it. And um, I'm, I, I normally would say he's going to have a hard time getting over this. But I've said the same thing about Peyton Manning. I said the same thing about Derek Jeter. They, they lived for it. They, they kept their personal lives on hold while they played for it for the most part. And they turned the page. They were like, no, I'm done. As always, appreciate the chat with Brian Kilme this week here on the Inez Says Podcast. Check me out on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 585 to 9 AM. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.